0: is we sing this song around this time of the year it's called America the Beautiful and it is a beautiful land beautiful for its rocks and hills and oceans and mountains and beautiful scenery and beautiful cities and everything but it's most beautiful because it was established by the Lord and by his word and that's what makes America beautiful not just all the beautiful things we see but for what it stands for America, let's sing it with all our hearts, America the Beautiful. message from the Word, we're going to sing, God Bless America. And Ed will put the words up there. We all know it, but it's, it's a blessing. You want to save this one for the end? Okay. We'll now call upon Adel to bring us the message from the Word.
1: I'm already crying. God bless America, right? This great country was founded on prayer. On the gospel. we had presidents who believed in Jesus Christ. If this is my introduction, crying, I don't know what's gonna happen to me at the end of this meeting. (laughs) But I read a story about one of the great presidents that our country ever had. Abraham Lincoln. I hope they are still teaching about him in our elementary schools. This is part of our history. And he was visited one day by a pastor. What a great way to be a president and welcoming a pastor into his office. It was at the White House. And the pastor said, I have not come to ask any favors of you, Mr. President. I have only come to say that the loyal people of the North are sustaining you. And we'll continue to do so. We are giving you all that we have, the lives of our sons, as well as our confidence and our prayers. You must know that no boy's father or mother ever kneels in prayer these days without asking God to give you strength and wisdom. His eyes brimming with tears, Mr. Lincoln replied, but vote for those prayers. I should have faltered and perhaps failed long time ago. Tell every father and mother you know to keep on praying and I will keep on fighting for I know God is on our side. Oh, for a president like this. As the clergyman started to leave the room, Mr. Lincoln held him him by the hands, both hands, and said to him, I suppose I may consider this a sort of pastoral call. Yes, replied the pastor. Out in our country, replied Lincoln, when a pastor makes a pastoral call, it was always the custom for the folks to ask him to lead in prayer. And I should like to ask you to pray. Pray with me today. Pray that I may have the strength and the wisdom. The two men knelt side by side. And the clergyman offered the most fervent plea to Almighty God that ever fell from his lips. As they arose, the president clasped the visitor's hands, (laughs) took him with both hands, and made this simple remark, I feel better. Let's pray for our country. Let's pray for those who are in authority. If this man felt better and he won because there were prayers behind him. I thought of sharing this with you. I cried and I'm still crying. First and foremost, as I stand before you and I've been standing every year since we started this church. I hope everyone is here today, but those who are here. I want to tell you this. I am proud. I am honored to be a citizen of this great country, America. Are you? Today, as a church, we're celebrating the fourth with patriotic songs and hymns that we sang that honor God and country. And this week, we as a nation celebrate our Independence Day come Friday. It is appropriate that we pay tribute to our country and offer praise to God for his blessings and his guidance upon the founding fathers of this great nation. Our nation is still the envy of the world. And the waiting list of those who are impatiently eager to come to the USA and find a new life here is growing by the day. We are fortunate to be the citizens and a part of a great nation like the USA. At the same time, We need to know that our country is facing many challenges and many difficult situations. It's within our borders and abroad. And the chaotic climate the world is going through is not helping either. But in spite of the murmurings and all the complaints, and we do complain, right? And all the complaints, we must be very appreciative of the life that we have and the freedom that we still enjoy in this great land of ours. And we need to ask God to protect us from the imminent dangers we see around us. Do you, did you, anybody has a chance to read what... Uh, Dean wrote here, normally some people steal my, my uh, <laughs> some of my, my uh, uh, preaching, but today I want to steal some of Dean's pre- uh, preaching. It's my turn, Dean. <laughs> I, it's my turn. I want to borrow this. If you didn't read it, let me read you a paragraph, only second paragraph of the bulletin. When you go home, read it so beautiful. America is still a land of freedom liberty opportunity variety abundance beauty and peace everywhere we turn we are incredibly blessed Oh, that we would thank the lord in proportion to how much we have been blessed the wonderful song says america america god shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Read it there, please, and enjoy your life. On this 4th of July, the habit of Americans, we, as our habit every year, we celebrate Independence Day. We participate in various recreational activities. Some will watch fireworks, and many will display our flag. Do you have the flag outside? Display it. If you don't have one, buy and display it. I keep it 365 days every year. I keep it outside and when it fades, I ask Bill to order one for me and he comes and puts it at the front of the door. Yes, Bill? True. Okay. Amen. My son does the same and we are thankful for that. Others will be in parades. Others will watch parades. And many go to picnics, we go to picnics, and we play ball, and we enjoy the good food. But perhaps the greatest service that we could render to our country would be to spend some time in earnest prayer that it might be worthy of God's continuous blessings. One thing as we enjoy our life in these United States... And we go along and live every day and go to work and come back, enjoy our family. We have barbecues. No one, I tell you right now, I've been around, I lived overseas. I am not a, a born in the United States. I'm a naturalized American. But I tell you one thing, no one has our life in the whole, in the whole world. Not a single person, neither overseas in Europe. Those people who say, oh, I wish I lived in Europe. Well, take, take 15 days and go and live in Europe. And when you want to buy a hamburger, tell me when you pay $15 for a hamburger, call me and tell me, "Ada, I'm coming back. And kiss the floor. There is no land like our land. And there is no, no place like America. Yes, we have problems. We're going to look at some. We need to realize, my word today, the gravity of the situation we are in. Regardless, we have both a Christian and patriotic duty to help our nation to be a better place in which to live, to work, and to worship our living Savior, Jesus Christ. We all know that our country was built on the word of God. This is why its foundation is as solid and stable. Our forefathers depended on God in leading this nation for many years. And you know what? And they have succeeded in guiding this ship through many crises to safe shores. And they have entrusted us to continue building on their faith. But we have faltered. I hate, for the next ten minutes, I hate what I'm going to tell you. But we need to realize the dangers that we have around us from within and from without. At this stage in our history, we are facing some radical changes in the fiber of our society. We see and hear about rebellion in the family. Do you agree? Illegal acts on Main Street. Murder at our schools. And lawlessness in many parts of our land. This is not America. We have imported these things, and man's sinful nature accepted them and acted upon them. Why? Why are these things happening? Only because we have asked, and listen to me please, we have asked God to leave our homes. We have asked God to evacuate our schools. We have shut him out of our daily businesses. And we have called these actions political correctness. What a shame. No wonder we have reached this low spiritual level of life in these United States of America. Tell me, am I right or wrong? Our fundamental problem today starts at home. And the home is broke. Many parents are not investing in their children and teaching them the love of God and the love of country. The word of God is almost forgotten and neglected by many. But thank God it's not neglected in the houses of those true Christians... That are living for the Lord Jesus Christ. And the churches that are still standing in spite, in spite of the world around us. Trying to close down the churches that stand for the Lord Jesus Christ and his teachings according to his word. Take a look at our Sunday school. And we should marvel at those teachers who prepare the lessons to instill in our children the love of God and loyalty to their country. (coughs) Teachers, may I ask you to continue and may the Lord bless you in teaching these fundamental beliefs to our children. And parents, time to open the Bible in our homes. It's time. Dust it off and open it and start studying the word of God. The American way of life has changed. Our values have changed. Instead of going to church on Sunday, many families are heading toward the beaches. Right or wrong? and theaters and amusement parks etc 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 and we wonder what is wrong with our society and our nation let's not forget that our nation is a christian nation and our loyalty first and foremost must be to god and family but we have left the true god and followed the idols Friends, we have changed loyalties and exchanged the source of our existence, very existence, with the vanities of this world. We bartered and we lost, our society that is. We bartered and we lost. Isn't it time to go back to God? Ben Steen, who heard about him. Every now and then I read him. I received a note on the 9th of June from Barb. And I read a letter he sent. And he recited that on the CBS station on June 8th. 2014, earlier this month, and I picked up a paragraph, whereby he says, Funny how simple it is for people to trash God, and then wonder why the world is going to pieces. Funny how we believe what the newspapers say, but question what the Bible says. Funny how you can send jokes through email and they spread like wildfire. But when you start sending messages regarding the Lord, people think twice about sharing it. Funny how lewd, crude, vulgar, and obscene articles pass freely through cyberspace. But public discussion of God is suppressed in the school and the workplace. Funny how we can be more worried about what others think of us than what God thinks of us. Unquote. Isn't that true? Think about it. President Dwight Eisenhower once said recognition of the Supreme Being. Is the first. The most basic. And expression of Americanism. Without God. There could be no American form of government. And no American way of life. And what happened. Why we are feeling the waves. The waves of. Denying. God. And accepting all kinds of other lives. Introducing to our society a new way to live. And you know what? We're accepting it. There's only one way to live. As the Bible says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. There is no other way to live in these United States except to live for the Lord Jesus Christ because our forefathers lived for him. And why the story about Abraham Lincoln It's a true story. He lived to listen to what God had to say. And respected that pastor. And knelt down with him. And asked God to give him wisdom to lead our country. And he led the country properly. We left God. We followed our wisdom. And the wisdom of man. We know about it. Do you see what kind of mess we're in? We are in danger because no one is paying attention, no one is listening to the voice of God. And very few care about the dangerous spiritual condition that the USA has reached. Let me say this. Let me say this to all people who think political reforms are going to get us somewhere. And this is my opinion. I have, you will have this. Political and social reforms treat the symptoms without affecting the disease itself. Only the gospel can get at the heart of the matter. Changing man's evil nature. That change has to start from within Let's stop saying political rallies, we're gonna do, we're gonna do this, we're gonna change this. It's not gonna change unless the heart of man changes. Forget it. Then what what must we do? One answer. We need, in a simple English, we need to humble ourselves and pray. While America is still alive. We are called as a church to humble ourselves and pray. The Bible has an answer to every question we have. We've been teaching that. And I stand by it. And I believe you stand by it. Okay. Every malady, every condition, the Bible has an answer. Now, Solomon asked God of old when he took the reign of the nation of Israel... And he asked God, this is, make provisions, God, for the people when they sin. And please try and bless this nation. He wanted his reign to be successful. And he he went to the temple and prayed a wonderful prayer. You know, I mentioned that prayer last year. If you want me, I'll mention it this year. He asked God and Told him this and God said, if my people, if my people who are called by my name, you know it, humble themselves and pray. And seek my face. He gave him four, four points. And seek my face. Turn from their wicked ways. Oh, do we have wicked ways? Oh, we're good people. We're we're patriots, we're honest citizens. Do we have wicked ways? You know what the Bible says about, the, he says, the heart is very wicked and who knows him? We are turned from their wicked ways and then what, what, what the Lord says, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and I will hear their laugh. Four things. Humble ourselves by admitting our sins. Are we ready? Where does it start? We're not talking about the end of days of America. We're not talking politically. God forbid, this is not a political arena here. This is a spiritual pulpit, and we will continue to be this way until the Lord comes. Right? This is it. I'm not talking political things. Don't misunderstand me. Very first thing, we have, as a church, we have to admit our sins. We have a... Are we sinners? We have to admit. Have we pre- been praying for our country? I challenge you. There's a prayer meeting for the men and the women. They pray and they have a word of God every Monday. We come at 7.30 and we start praying. I hope all the men will come. Not all the men come. We can come to pray for, we pray for the. Sick people, we pray for jobs, we pray for families, we pray for anything that is presented to us. And we forget to pray for our country. We should be praying for America. And if you really are serious and you love your country, meet me tomorrow night at 7.30 in the blue room there and let's pray all together. You mean business? This is where it starts. This church was built on prayers. And it's continuing because there are still prayers going on. So families, men, the men of this church, I ask you, we need to pray. And he asked them, to, admitting that we have sinned. Who's without a sin here? No one. Okay, good. We have sins. Then he said, number two, pray to God asking forgiveness. We have to ask forgiveness. Number three, we seek... To, ha- to seek God's face for our ill behavior. And number four, repent and turn from your sins and your sinful ways. True repentance is more than talk. We need to repent. We need to go back to God. And going back to God is changing, changing ways, right? And changing ways is repentance. We need to repent. It's a changed behavior. Instead of complaining day and night about our country, about uh, the authorities, about the president, about the Congress, about everyone else. Instead of complaining, we need to turn around and start praying for them. It's a change of heart and mind, like Dean said last week. Whether we sin individually, as a group of people, or as a nation, we need to acknowledge that without God's help, we cannot survive. We have the greatest army in the world, the greatest navy, the greatest armed forces in the world. We're still, don't fool yourselves, we're still the most superior country in the world. Maybe we're weaker, but we are still the best. But what happened to our country? We exported missionaries to the whole world. And when I used to see a missionary back in Lebanon, I used to say, they are from America. I didn't say they're from France. I didn't say they are from England. There's few from England. I didn't say they are from Russia. They export, uh, they export communism, and you know what happened to that. But we exported the word of God. We sent missionaries from this country. <coughs> Excuse me. But not anymore. We're sending fewer. When we wanted to buy something overseas... We said, if it's made in USA, it must be good. It's already written on it, heavy duty. We're still, but we have lacked in one thing. Our spiritual life has gone down. That's why we're experiencing such problems in the United States. As I said, the parents, the home, everywhere. Let us turn to him. Let's turn to God. And he promised to hear and heal. He promised to hear and heal. This is very important. And the word of God encourages us to pray. And Paul encouraged the people. He said, first of all, I urge you that prayers and entreaties, petitions and thanksgiving be made on behalf of all men, for kings and for all who are in authority. Do you want to see America back on top? Though I still think it is. Do you want to do to see that? Well, let's go back on our knees. Let's go back to the basics. Let's get nearer to God, and He will get nearer to us. Are we ready? Are we ready to renew our prayer lives for our country? Are we ready to consecrate ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ who saved us? Or we keep him only for the times when he is needed? When there's a catastrophe, we pray and go to church. And you know who's to be blamed first. And I'm not. The church is to be blamed nationwide. The church has become politically correct. Except our church. We're not. We are what is, what is the politically incorrect Adam. You are a very, very well learned person. Here you go. That's a theologian. We become biblical. Let's follow the word of God. Let's apply the Bible to our lives. Let's live by the book of God. Let's not be ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let the world say, these are a bunch of crazy people. And you know what? The more they say, bunch of crazy people, we can turn this world upside down. Prayer changes lives. I beg you. Prayer changes society. Prayer changes nations. And prayers can heal a land. Do you believe the Lord can heal us? Can heal us? Yes, yes, he can. Would you open your Bibles with me? And he can. And we shall see. Would you open to Psalm 144 with me? Psalm 144. I'll end with this. I'm not going to take more time. More of your time, I hope. I want to read. When people go back to God... When a nation goes back to God, when, a, when a, uh, the government goes back to God, when the Congress goes back to God, when every person goes back to God and seek his will, 144, verses 12 and follow me for four, four verses I want to read to you. Let your sons in their youth be as grown-up plants. How about that? How about, this is what would happen to a nation that goes back to God. Let your sons in their youth be as grown up plants, and, your, and our daughters as corner pillars, fashioned as for a palace. Let our gardeners be full, furnishing every kind of produce. The Lord will bless the land. And our flocks bring forth thousands and ten thousand in our fields. Let our cattle bear without mishap and without loss. Our factories will be humming. Let there be no outcry in our streets. How blessed are the people who are so situated. How blessed are the people whose God is the Lord. Amen. Amen. Instead of me praying, I want to read a prayer at the end of this meeting. And... It's found in our hymn book, open to hymn 615, 615. As I read it, you follow,
0: 615.
1: Let's read it together. Can you go with me? Let's read it together. It's up there, right? You have your red books, right? 615. Let's start. Lord Jesus, our sovereign Lord and coming King, we bow before you to pray for our country. Isn't that a beautiful prayer? Isn't that a beautiful one? May the Lord burden our hearts to pray for this great country of ours. And he promised that he will bless it and heal the land. Amen. Dean.
0: We're going to sing in closing God Bless America. Land that I love, stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above. Sing it all together. Let's stand up and close with this beautiful patriotic song.
2: God bless America, land that I love, stand beside her and guide her through the night with the light from above, from the mountains to the prayer. Light with fall♫
0: Thank you. We are dismissed. Father, we thank you for this. Afternoon, we thank you
1: for this country of ours. And as we sang God bless America, Lord, may you turn your face upon this country and bless it. Lord, we have sinned and we need to go back to you. May every church in the land today and every day Call on each and every member to just accept the fact that we are a bunch of sinners and we need to go back to you. We thank you for saving our lives, but Lord, Lord, our love for the country and our love for you is now weaker than before. We pray that you strengthen our lives and give us, Lord, a love for prayers and help us to come and pray so you will forgive our sins and you will heal our land and you will uh, return this country back to prosperity we pray lord we need we are responsible and we need to do it and help us lord not to stop here but but continue because as citizens of this country we're looking For the home, our home. We are citizens of another country. So we wait for that moment. When we shall hear the trumpet sound. And each one of us who is saved. Who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. Will hear that sound. And will be gone forever to be with you. Bless us and bless each and every family. And bless this week. And may the 4th of July be a blessing for the nation and in returning back to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen. Amen.